Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney, your host, but you're going to be so happy to know, guess who I have with me? It's Ashley LeBlanc. Hello, hello. I'm back. (laughs) Everybody loves it when Ashley comes on the pod. (laughs) I love to be here. You know it. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects today, digital transformation. I feel like I needed a drum roll there, Ashley. Sorry, it's (laughs) delayed, but there it is. (laughs) We're going to have like a Christmas vacation moment. Digital transformation. (laughs) Well, let's just dive in because anybody who knows me knows that the next words out of my mouth are going to be digital transformation. (laughs) So, So without further ado, let's talk about what this means, why this is important to you, and what this has to do with marketing and legion. So let's let's get started. You know that every day I'm talking or consulting with companies, organizations about their marketing, about sales, about digital transformation, and everything in between. But for me, as a CEO of a digital content marketing firm, obviously, My expertise is going to be around what digital transformation looks like for creating what I love to call a firm and sustainable system for predictable lead generation. And one thing that I love about that is that it really works to bring sales and marketing teams together. That is an imperative. Absolutely. So there's such a siloed experience out there at so many companies between marketing and sales. And this really absolutely has to not only inch closer, but absolutely come together. So when you bring sales and marketing together, what I find is that you automatically start dealing with the issue of quality in content, right? So the way I see that is that marketing can write stuff all the time, but if it's not actually producing sales, the sales team is going to speak up and say, yeah, well, that doesn't work. So that's why it actually gets right to the core of the quality of the content. But then right next to it needs to be the discussion about the digital efforts that everybody makes to distribute it in a meaningful way. And that's not just the job of the marketing department. It's not just the job of the sales department. It's both. And what, I I mean, I love this whole conversation, but when it comes to digital transformation and social media, social media really offers unprecedented scale. It's like nothing else. And I mean, we travel a lot, or I guess we did travel a lot, and maybe you (laughs) did travel a lot too, you know, back when we used to be able to travel. But uh, Priscilla, you actually, when COVID hit, you were on stage in Amsterdam. I remember you were like literally in a different country and you were talking about how to bring digital transformation across organizations for effective change. And you were saying, you know, this is very vital for corporate survival, which is slightly ironic because this was, that was technically, I mean, in our American view was pre-COVID and you couldn't see me, but that was in air quotes because who knows what pre-COVID even means anymore, but you were saying something that was very fortuitous of you because in reality, that is so, uh, that's so true to what we're experiencing right now, but it was also true even pre-COVID. Right. It was true before. It's just, I didn't really have that much of an audience listening to me. (laughs) So now everybody's listening. Ashley, okay. Prepare yourself for this one. 
I actually remember a time in my career when companies didn't even use social at all. So get yourself back up off the floor. <laughs> in fact, I remember, and I don't know if I've told you this story before, but I remember being at a lunch with a local um, TV rep. And when I talked to them about how my new agency was going to be mobile first and that we would be doing social media, they literally laughed at me at the lunch. And they told me straight up that I could not survive as an agency if I was not placing print or billboard or TV ads solely, like, or if that wasn't like my mainstay. And um, now what's so funny is that there is no company in existence that is in digital marketing or marketing of any sort that really doesn't take social seriously. So just because you take it seriously <laughs> does not mean you're using it effectively. And even I find underneath even that layer of people who say, okay, I believe in it, uh, but I may not be using it effectively, but there's also something underneath there. They really are not convinced yet about its scalability or the real power that social has for brand influence. Well, I have something for those people and um, it should be no surprise to anyone, but it's numbers. I feel like that's what I bring to the show a lot. It's stats, but let's kind of pause. And if you're not sold on the idea of digital transformation or social media or digital is totally valuable to every department within your business, well, I think these numbers, they should sway your opinion at least slightly. So, you know, we have close to 8 billion people in the world right now. But let's break that down. So we have people who use mobile phones are just over 5 billion. And then internet users is just under that at 4.5 billion. So it's likely that if they have a phone, they're using the internet. Well, then just underneath that is active social media users. And that's at 3.96 billion people are active, not just social having social media platforms, actually active on social media. And so the question I like to pose is, well, does your company have a proprietary platform that is used by almost 4 billion people? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, I would love to say that we did. Maybe we would have our own. What'd you say? I wish we did, but we I don't. wish we, we would have our own movie. <laughs> that was it's, funny. That's really funny. And we might have to take lessons on how to blink better. How, how to not blink, actually. <laughs> but in platform building is an essential conversation when it comes to brand influence. Uh, while social media, you know, we consider that to be leased land compared to what you actually own, your own proprietary platform. So the things that you own would be like your website, your podcast, syndicated articles of thought leadership, even the people that walk into your office. Um, these are all the places that you own and you manage where you can actively engage with an audience. So are your owned places enough to actually sustain and grow your business? Right, because you don't need four billion, <laughs> right? So, you know, we couldn't do our job at this point if four billion people came to us. But, you know, the number that you need per month, per week, per year, your own platform may be not delivering them. And so you do need something that will bring the scale up. So as a content marketer, my goal is to help brands develop their proprietary platforms to grow that, right? And I want to help them win at the search engine game because that's what brings people to their website, which they own, right? 
And I want them to deliver a message to the right person at the right time and drive them to the right place, the place that they own. But that takes time. So until you have 100% of the right leads already coming to your website, what do you do to get them there? Can you effectively use these social media numbers, this leased land we talk about, to drive people to your website? And I'm gonna add one other thing here, Ashley, that we hadn't talked about earlier, but I think it's really important. A lot of people talk to me about, oh, we want engagement on social. That's true, we want engagement because that's how we get more people to see it. But I, at the end of the day, don't really care about how much engagement or what people are doing out on social media if it's not driving them to one of my owned platforms, right? It's a vehicle and it's an important vehicle to understand and use properly so that we can drive people to our owned platform. So that really has to be understood in light of the scale that social media offers to us. Right. And so let's, let's look at a few more numbers and then I promise I, I'll be, I'll be done with the numbers after this. Numbers, we- Ashley, your numbers are always great. Okay. Okay. Well, let me give this one. So we actually, we say this stat a lot. So people may just be familiar with it and know what's going to roll out of my mouth next, but research is showing us that customers are at least uh, 57% of the way through their buying decision before they even contact a sales rep or anyone at the company. This means their due diligence has been done largely on their own. That means they're not talking to someone. It's not lead nurturing. They're doing it on their own. Guess where that due diligence is taking place? Websites, articles, reviews, the public opinion. And uh, where is that found? On social media. Oh, that is totally true. <laughs> like everybody will tell you what they think on social media. Am I right? 100%. Yeah. But social has that real immediate sense and the immediate capacity to get right to the world at large and potentially draw these ideal clients to your own platforms. I mean, nothing, nothing does that more effectively. In fact, one of my favorite quotes, I know you're probably tired of hearing me say it, but Guy Kawasaki said that social media was God's gift to entrepreneurs. And that's because now they don't have to go down to Madison Avenue. They don't have to spend $4 billion. You know, they don't have to have a Super Bowl ad. They can actually go right to the consumer and make their case, right? So my short version now is that effective use of social media brings people to your website where now you need to be in control of their experience. So the question for me becomes, once they hit your website, can you actually show them undeniable value, enough so much that they would actually give up their anonymity, right? And allow you to more personally drive their experience and nurture them through their own buyer's journey, right? We want to be a part of it much earlier on and social can provide that for us. And I wanna focus on a phrase that you just said there. You said effective use of social media because in reality, what we find happening on social media is not necessarily what we would classify as effective. There's probably people that are listening to this right now. They're like, yeah, 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 I'm on social. My company's on social. But here's what we actually find companies doing on their websites and on social media platforms. They're talking about 
themselves. They're talking about how they are special snowflakes. We're the only ones who, you know, our past customers are, we're founded in, here's our special system. That's just talking about yourself. That's not solving anyone's problems. No, no one's going to relate to that unless they're just truly obsessed with your company, which I mean, if that, if that's the case, then props to you. But what we need to talk about is what about the audience? Let's take that into consideration. Right, right. And if you if you are already there, then you're not listening to this podcast anyway. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so where does that leave us? When we really start thinking about the audience and thinking about how to effectively use social, we finally come to realize that, you know, for our whole team, our brand to actually win, we have to empower people on our team to be a part of this journey with the customer much earlier in the process. Now, I'm going to tell you something that I don't usually do, and everybody who knows me is probably going to go, wow, I didn't really see this coming. I am not a very salesy salesperson, right? And I very rarely, in fact, I'm thinking about it right now, I don't think I've ever come out and done a sales pitch on my own podcast. We're almost 300 episodes in. So I think I've earned one. What do you think, Ash? I think so. I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I love this court of public opinion. That's just <laughs> Yeah. So I'm a part of a global group and we teach digital transformation skills around the world, right? Super great group of people. And we are completely focused on empowering teams to be a part of the journey with the consumer far earlier in the game, right? and to actually effectively use the scale of social media to build relationships, and I mean meaningful relationships, in order to get that firm and sustainable lead generation system that I talked about at the beginning. I love that phrase. Think about that. If you, if your company had a firm and a sustainable system that you knew predictable leads were coming in and you knew exactly where they were coming from and that they were quality, that is a game changer, right? So a lot of people come at this kind of stuff and they say, okay, well, I'm going to learn a few tips or a few tricks, or, uh, you know, there are a lot of great thought leaders out there about LinkedIn. Um, but the thing is, is that most of those systems completely neglect what I think is really needed. And that is an absolute mindset shift. It's a mindset shift about what social is and what social isn't and what social selling is and what social selling isn't and how to just not be icky and how to not be a jerk <laughs> and how to really build those relationships in a meaningful way. So there's that, that mindset shift side to it. And then of course we get the technical skills, but it's the combination of those two that actually create huge efficiencies, and they really um, help people create a lead generation system that means something to them. So Priscilla, I did give you the free pass, you know, to pitch this and <laughs> to really come in it strong, but we do, we're all about free resources at the same time. And I know that we do have a free resource on our website. So maybe just tell tell them a little bit about that, what they get out of that free resource. Yeah, so visit littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash DLA. That stands for Digital Leadership Associates, DLA. Okay, it's really a short little URL to get there. But on that page, we actually have a free 25-minute training video. And I tried to make it as short and really as impactful. And maybe that's where you're at. Maybe you just need to 
you know, just be introduced to some of these mindset shifts that I hold near and dear. And if that's where you're at, then get the free resource and see where it takes you. Maybe get some of those tips and start trying them out on LinkedIn. And there's some, you know, these also this mindset shift applies to Twitter, applies everywhere because digital transformation helps you really transform every action that you do in marketing with a real understanding of how people are using digital platforms. What I love about this training video is it can really really serve as an evaluation if you're ready for the full course. You can go through it, you can learn some of the key tips and tricks, but if you're not sure, you know, you're like, well, maybe I don't know, am I digitally transformed? Am I already doing some of this stuff? The video is a great way to kind of put some of those practices in check and see if you're already using them on social media sites. But Priscilla, I wanna pick your brain a little bit because people always ask us, well, what am I actually getting out of this course? What are the tangible takeaways? What are you actually teaching? Because digital transformation is kind of this vague term that gets thrown around, but what are the concrete takeaways? Yeah, yeah. I'll, let me go through a little bit about the modules, but first let me set it up by saying it is a very um, say intimate course. You know, I really figure out what is it that you need. I take the time to listen to your goals and understand what kind of company you have, what kind of lead generation would work for you, how big is your average ticket, how small is it. That really helps us understand the kind of scale that you need to work at. Um, on digital platforms, okay? So I'm absolutely gonna work with someone directly. Then there are actual five, really six modules that I teach. And that's about an hour and a half of teaching every other week. But then the off weeks, I spend one-on-one time with every student. And so I go over the homework that you've had. I find out where you're having blocks or I apply some of the techniques or mindset shifts to your actual goals and just work through it with you. And I, I'm not joking. It was like, you, you, I just love it. I love it when people's eyes light up and they finally get it and they're seeing, you know, traction and they get a request back for a meeting. And just, I mean, the wins are, are, are so cool. And I really do miss the students after those 12 weeks. And we do, you know, connect quite a bit online. And, and now we've been doing like little reunion tours of, of the classes. Um, but I also limit the class to 12 people because, you cannot learn what you need to learn um, as an individual, like really individualized learning with a bigger class. And I, my commitment is to absolutely help everybody get through it. So let me tell you what the modules are, but also I'm incredibly transparent with pricing. It's $3,000 per person to go through this. I usually uh, do it uh, you know, at a company with only one company's people, but after COVID and we all started working from home, everything switched. And so now, I have classes where I have people from different, uh, you know, companies in the same class. And so we sign non-disclosures and we get talking and it immediately we get an amazing synergy between the group. So the first week we talk about personal branding and I really hone in with people about profiles because I am so sick and tired of getting to someone's profile and having such a hard time figuring out what it is they do. <laughs> drives me bonkers. So we talk about that. And really what the bottom, uh, you know, issue of this is personal branding. How can we figure out what you need to be famous for? And how can we get you famous for it? So the next uh, week, the next module, we talk about listening, which I think is not usually in a mindset for digital transformation, but I think it is a real core. But then also I teach people how to see signals 
that people are ready to buy and how to find those people and how to work from a wish list and how to really strike up conversations from people in that wish list. So it really gets tactical, but it starts freeing you up to connect with the right people and create you know, a, a sphere of influence that is meaningful to you. And then after that, we move into content. So I have a lot of really great foundational um, uh, teachings about how to source your content and how to get other people in your sphere of influence to help you push that content out and really break the algorithm on the different platforms. Then we're like all overwhelmed. <laughs> we're like, okay, this is a lot of good stuff to do. And immediately we move into a training about how we calendarize for success. You cannot put an hour on your, your calendar and say, I'm going to do LinkedIn in this hour. That's ridiculous. So you can learn in the class about what else you can do. And then the next week we talk about how to actually be found. So we talk about working through with influencers, some other tools, some automation, and really getting this thing up to scale. Then we actually do some videos. We learn how to create videos and create subtitles and actually win with videos. And then we end with teaching people really how to be effective bloggers, because at the end of the day, we need content. We need people to see that we're experts in the field that we're experts in. And we really need to do more to show people than to tell them. So the other weeks are, you know, 30 minute one-on-ones with me. And my next class is, is always listed on our page. Again, it's littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash DLK. I still can't believe you get all of that done in 12 weeks. You know, they all joke around with me because I'm such a fast talker and I'm not joking in the hour and a half. It is really uncanny because I almost always end at like, you know, one minute left or something. I mean, I have these things down, you know, but I get so excited and animated. I always stand up when I'm teaching on my stand up desk and I almost feel like I'm running. It's like a, an hour and a half, but we're running toward, um, you know, our, our goal with focus and with purpose, but it is so much fun. I just love it when everybody chimes in and, you know, nobody in the class monopolizes the conversation, but everybody gets to, you know, help each other and they get to really share what's working for them. I really love that. And that makes all the difference, the mm -hmm. energy, the accountability, the camaraderie, all of that. I mean, that's just goal setting in general. So if you have a goal this year to be socially active, to be digitally transformed, this is really how you do it. Right. I love it. Well, we won't harp anymore on what, you know, what you can um, spend money on with us, but you can go to littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash DLA, get that free 25 minute training video, but also forward slash resources. We have tons of free resources out there. We always have, you can download them. We promise if you give us your email, we are like the least salesy company. <laughs> we do not pester you or bother you. So um, feel free to take those resources and really make a difference. So from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, we want you to have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.